Hello, hello, small business growth family. Welcome to another episode of the No Fluff, most conversational business podcast out there where we can sit down and chat like besties and share actual tactical business growth advice. We're not talking about any fluff around here. We're talking actual actionable business advice for you. So whether you are making your items, maybe you are on your hot girl walks in the shower, which I've been hearing. Maybe I am your passenger princess in your front seat of your car on your morning commute, whatever it may be. Welcome. Welcome. I am so happy to have you. My name is Madison Page. And if you are new here, I am a small business growth specialist where I really take your business and help you learn how to stand out and sell out by building a rockin' online community that are expressive buyers that love your business and are quite literally ride or dies telling everybody about the products that you have. Today, we're going to kind of reel it on back into my personal story and tell you a behind the scenes look of the reason why I quit my blog that was selling $30,000 worth of products in just a couple months. We're going to talk about my story. We're going to talk about kind of the inside of my blog, what that looked like, as well as what brought me to be like not able to do it anymore when I thought like I really had made it. So like, let's kind of set the scene here. I was getting free items. I had discount codes. I was selling items wholesale. I had Amazon affiliate links that were going crazy. I had things ranking in the top three of Google all of the time. I had 8,000 followers on Instagram and I really thought like I was there. I was like, this is awesome. I had worked so hard at this. This was about three years into my blogging journey. Things finally started really cooking. So why did I quit? Let me tell you the whole story. It wasn't just like, let me start this blog and it was easy. Like, mind you, this was while I was in college. So this was before I really dove in and before I knew anything about social media when I was starting. When I was ending was when I really dove in to learning about social media and creating the frameworks that I still teach today. And this is where I was able to test a lot of it, where I got my first social media management clients and really where I started to figure out the same frameworks and strategies and things that you hear me talk about on my podcast all the time. Obviously they have developed a little bit since then, seeing that it has been years and years now, but they really haven't changed too much. So if you didn't know, I started a sustainability blog in college. It was all about living a more sustainable lifestyle, outdoor adventure, how to travel, all of those different things. And I was in college and I just always needed a project because your girl always needs something to be growing. And now I'm an entrepreneur, so I am never without a project. Okay. And I like, when I tell you, this is where I struggled. Like when I explained to you, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been there when you're in my DMs, like Maddie, why is nobody buying? Being like, Maddie, I'm so frustrated. I feel like I'm posting and nobody cares at all. This is where I relate to you. Okay. This is where I learned a lot of my things. This is where I 
like was in the trenches right there along with you. It was not always easy. It wasn't like I started this blog and people fell in love with me and they were like, yep, I'm in, I love it, I'm buying all of your stuff. Because like I said, I started when I was a freshman in college, which I did have some social media experience from my family's business at this point, because at this point I was managing my family's business as well, which again, your girl has just always had to have projects, okay? But I was managing my family's business. I was the operations manager there at 17. I was doing their social media at like 14, 15, but that was my family's business. And if I looked back at it, it probably wasn't done very well. So I had a little bit of social media experience, but that was it. And I hadn't really, I needed, I hadn't really sold products. I didn't really know what that all looked like. So we dove into it and nobody cared. Like literally I, nobody bought for months and months and months. And then I started really like, I, I had this, this holiday season that I thought was going to be like the, uh, this was my year. I was doing all of the gift guides. I was really putting a lot of content out. I had been warming people up for months and I was delusional from the fact that nobody was buying from me. And I was like, you know what? Nobody's buying now, but people are going to buy from me in the ho- in this holidays. Like the, this holidays, it's finally going to work. I had my Amazon affiliate, like, you know, gift guides. I had some wholesale products. I had um, influencer products, like all of those things. And I was, I had them all mapped out. I was like, this is going to be great. They're going to have this code. They have this going on and not a single person bought. And I know that I've said this and I know when I was talking a lot about holiday sales that I had had a holiday season that was just so frustrating and nobody bought and I thought it was going to be great and it just was super disappointing. And so instead of me like really going into the down in the dumps, I am somebody that's like, all right, what's the issue here? So I dove into it. I started going to professor's office hours. I started going because I was in school for business management and marketing. I wasn't really in those classes yet because I was still a freshman in college. And I was like, what is going on here? Like nothing's working. What is happening? And I was kind of looking at it, looking at some of my social media courses. I bought a course. I like went in on social media. I was gritty. I was reading everything, listening to podcasts during my workouts, during my homework, doing everything. I was, I invested in courses. I was going to college for marketing. I was doing all of the things. And I finally figured like, oh my gosh, Maddie, I think I got this. I need to build I need to focus more on building community. I needed to focus more on building community over building products. Now I have told this story on this podcast quite a few times. And just a couple of days ago, I posted a podcast episode. I don't remember which one it was. I believe it was the one that came out on Friday where uh, I talked all about um, the new sales going into 2023. So go check that out if you want to hear it. But I put a Um, a voice note on there, a really embarrassing voice note from this time period that was like, you know, 2017 maybe, where I was like, Maddie, I need to build community. If I can master relationship marketing, I can really go into this. And that's what I did. I researched everything I could on the psychology of like building communities on relationship marketing and really diving headfirst into it. And all of a sudden people started buying and it didn't even have to be the holidays. I had more people in my DMs, my, in my, uh, followers went way up. I was like, oh my gosh, people were so excited about people were literally dying for me to post another blog post. They were so excited and like sales started to come in. The more I stopped trying to sell was the more that I actually sold. 
And this was just like a whole new world for me. And I was like, what is going on? Um, I needed to figure this out. So I was starting to make it into frameworks. I was really looking at everything I was doing. I'm super analytical. So I was mapping out strategies, testing them for two weeks, seeing what worked and then re-going from there. And so I kept growing it. And all of a sudden it was just, it just kept working. I was getting big like magazines. I'm a published writer in like five magazines because people were reaching out to me to write in their magazines. I am like, I have all of these things from this blog that like things just started happening. I had this massive publication reach out to me. They had 150,000 followers and they were like, Hey, do you want to do a challenge? So we hosted this March against straws challenge where we were like, we're not using straws for, this is like the time period where the straw thing was huge. We're not using straws for all of March. Join us. I gained thousands of followers. I had all of these sales coming in. I was selling certain straws and oh my gosh, people loved it. It was awesome. I had the community. Everybody was there. So why the heck did I quit? I finally got to where I wanted it to be. After three years, I put so much time into it. And then what? So I got to this point where I was doing like this, these challenges I had, I was getting published in magazines. I had all of these things going on and it was so much fun, quote unquote fun. Like it was really, I finally, like I felt super accomplished. And so it was right around this time I started going out in my college town being like, Hey, this is what I'm doing for my blog. I can do this for your business too. Let me do social media management for you. And I signed a bunch of clients. I had hair salons, yoga studios. Um, I had financial advisors. Um, I had all sorts of different types of businesses that were local there, which was also really cool because I could go take pictures of their stuff and really just immerse myself in their business. So I was I was managing probably a half a dozen different businesses, social medias on top of getting two business degrees, on top of being the operations manager of my family's business, on top of um, my own blog. So I was doing all of these things and where I always started to gravitate towards was the business side. So let's talk about what actually drew me away from my blog. It literally wasn't even the fact that I just loved business more. It was the sheer fact that I built a community that I no longer connected with. And this is why I preach like authentic, authentic, authenticity, Maddie, come on, talking is hard sometimes. I preach authenticity in really leaning into the things that you really love. Now I love sustainable living, all natural living, outdoor travel, all of those things that I was talking about. I still love them and I still live that way. But because I had this blog, I really felt this immense pressure to dive into it. I mean, I went like vegan for a couple of months. I went vegetarian for a couple of months when I didn't really feel like the vegan lifestyle really fit me. Like I was lifting really hard at this time too, to be able to raft guide in the summers. Like this was a complex looking back at it. Holy cow, Maddie, how many things did you have going on? But I... Like I was lifting really heavy. So I was always lightheaded because I wasn't getting enough protein, but I like, I felt like I needed to really, like, I didn't feel like I could be authentically myself. Like I am very much so a baby steps type of person. I am like, let us, maybe not in business as much as I am in my own life, but like, let's like the little things kind of add up in the sustainability world, in the all natural world, in the wellness world, all of the little changes really add up to make a big difference. And that was my statement that I had on everything. The little things add up to make a big difference, but I attracted 
this audience because I felt this immense pressure to no longer focus on the little things to go to the extreme with things where I wouldn't buy certain things because it had something that was unsustainable and I didn't want to go out to eat because I knew I would get a styrofoam container and it would be cooked in like whatever. I didn't know what was going into it and I was so worried about it. And instead of me just being authentic online in my blog and I have now since that's why authenticity is such a huge value of this business because you know that I'm like I want to be as as straightforward with you as possible. I want to be as transparent as possible. I want everything to be aligned because I've done it in the past where it wasn't aligned anymore and it was no fun because I could I built this community of people that thought like I was more extreme than I was that I that was like and there's nothing wrong with being vegan or like zero waste or any of that. I honestly like tip my hat to them. I can't wait until I have like my house settled in one place that I can really start to dive into that. But my lifestyle is traveling all over the place. I am constantly moving and shaking. I couldn't do it, especially at that point. I was in college. I was a broke college kid. I was living out of a tent for five months out of the year. If you didn't know that, that's what I do at my family's company in the middle of the woods. And that didn't have like health food stores. We didn't have any Erewhon's, okay, up in the Northwoods of Wisconsin. We didn't have Whole Foods up there, guys, at all. And so I I built this community of people that were, that really were out of my value system. And this is why I couldn't do it anymore. Because I always felt like I was living a lie. I had my friends that were like, Maddie, like I would go out and they'd be like, are you, are you going to get this? Because like, I know that you're going to get like, whatever, you're getting a plastic spoon if you order this or like, you're going to get this or that. And I was like, that's not, that's not really my value system. Like, is that what people are actually like feeling on the other end of the phone or on the other end of my social profile? I didn't like it. And then on top of it, I had people in my DMs all the time being like, how dare you use that pencil? It has lead in it, which had lead goes into the world and it leeches here. And when you use it, it's doing this and that. And I had like these extremists calling me out all the time. And like, I am not a confrontational person, which might surprise anybody, but I'm kind of a golden retriever over here. Okay. I am like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, so sorry. Like it got to the point where I didn't even know what to say to these people because they were like, Maddie, like you need to know this. You need to know that you need to do all of these things. And which is great. And again, I love it. Like I am, I don't really put like toxins. My mom wants to paint my nails all the time. And I'm like, mom, that stuff is toxic. Like, I don't even want that on my skin. So like, I get it. I am, I'm probably in the middle of the average person and the extremist. Like I have things that like, yeah, no, I don't use fake fragrance anywhere. If there's a candle burning in the room, I'm probably going to blow it out because it's literally attacking and I get a headache almost immediately when there's like a fake candle lit in the room. I understand. I have some of that. Yes. However, the people that were in my community were so far beyond where I was that I didn't even feel like I could be authentic without getting like reamed out at that point and where it was like oh my gosh like you need to do this you need to do that you need to do that and it was so much pressure all the time to like live this different lifestyle that wasn't who I was that I couldn't do it anymore bigger than the sales that were coming in bigger than the community that I had of some people that were so wonderful but 
And I, like I said, I am all for it, but the community that I was in and that I had built was just not something that I felt like I could do forever. So then I found myself gravitating more towards just working out for like really loving the social media world, really loving that community world and building it and all those other businesses. So let this be your reminder that you need to show up authentically as you. So you can build the community that really feels like home, that feels like best friends on the other side of the inter- on the other side of your phone. That you like you guys in my community now, like this community feels like home. I adjusted my branding a couple of years ago, maybe. Maybe it was this time last year. I flipped from being hive social media and really yellow and really be focused to Madison Page because of this same reason. Because it didn't feel as closely to me. It didn't feel like me. It was really yellow and like super bright colors, which everybody loved. People were like, oh my gosh, it's so bright and fun. But like, look at my branding now. Like I am a neutral girly. Like I wear browns and blacks and navy and maybe like an olive green and maybe some maroon. But like that's as fancy as I get with my colors. So I constantly just trying to move closer to that authenticity of who you are. My business now feels like home. My community now feels like best friends. And that is because I show up authentically as me. My personal branding pillars are still living a natural lifestyle, living a sustainable lifestyle, talking about that, like my travel all of the time. Like I talk about those personal things in my content all of the time. And so you guys in this community just constantly teach me that I made the right decision, that that blog wasn't for me anymore because I felt so much pressure from showing up. Now it's fun. It's exciting. I'm just talking about things going on in my day to day. I can talk about, hey, I have a headache and someone's like, hey, I know you do all natural stuff. What about this? I'm talking about balancing my hormones and people are in it. And I am not even talking about that stuff all of the time, but even the people in my community now and that are already joining my PTP program, the more that I've leaned into this, the more that of my personal stuff that is really fun to me, the more my clients are really are like soulmate, best friend clients, the more that the people in my DMs and you and my listeners are finding me, are sharing me. And that's because I have really leaned into being as authentically me online as possible. And coming from somebody that has been on the flip side of that, when I was in college and I had all this pressure to show up, do all of these different things, I didn't even feel like I could go grocery shopping in normal grocery stores because it wasn't sustainable enough. And it was like all of these things that just, it felt like pressure and it felt like work and it, I didn't want it to feel like work. And I didn't really want to make blog posts anymore. I just like, there was a lot of friction there. So when I started this social media journey and doing social media management for everybody else, I fell in love with just the community building aspect of it. And because I had a community that was strong and engaged and loving on what I was doing, I also... I had communities in these other settings, in the yoga studio, in the hair salon. I started doing the same strategies that I did to grow my my audience that just wasn't as connected to me as I wanted them to in these other communities. And I fell in love with it. I loved it. And I loved seeing the engagement grow, seeing their sales increase, doing the like end of month um 
little like analytics that I would send ever all of my clients of like here's how much we grew it was my favorite thing because I could be like okay send me your sales numbers and let's see how much your sales grew over the years and they were like holy cow our sales really did grow this year and I was like yeah because of all like look at how how easy it was to build this on social you can see that as things grew on social your website clicks grew your people got more connected and your sales kept kept increasing from there and that my friends is where this business stemmed from and that's because i authentically started showing up for these other businesses i was like okay tell me who you are tell me who you're looking to attract the values that you have and i loved it to the point where people started asking me hey can you just teach me what you're doing otherwise i always need to to pay you to be in to to work with me so instead of them paying me like hundreds of dollars every month, they paid me once and I teach, I taught, I teached, I taught them this program and it's very similar to my PTP program. And this was years ago. It's a lot of the same frameworks. I was teaching them what I was doing for their social. And then lo and behold, I fell in love with teaching how to grow your business and grow communities online through social. Obviously, there was a little bit of overlap because I used that blog and those different businesses to test all of these frameworks and the strategies that I still teach now. We we taught, we like adapted different things and I looked, okay, this was in person, this was online, how can we adapt these different things? And these are the same frameworks that allowed me to go from selling literally nothing to over $30,000 worth of products in just a few months on my blog to having a community that was dying for my next blog post to come out and was always in my DMs sharing ideas, sharing things. Even if some of them were not things that I wanted to hear, they were still there and they were engaged and they loved it. And I had that rockin' community that I talk about all the time and that I have now, that I totally have now as well. And if these are things, like I had, like my, my things kept selling and it was really nice because even when I dropped off on my social, when I dropped off on that business, when I stopped posting new blog posts, I still consistently sold a ton of products. And that goes to the lifespan of your content. Blogs have a huge lifespan of the content. I was on Pinterest. Pinterest has a huge lifespan of content as well, where my stuff kept selling. Even if I wasn't posting, things sold for, I will still get Amazon affiliate links to this day. I get like money every month from Amazon because people are still finding those blogs and still finding those things on Google from all of the SEO research that I had. So this was really where a lot of the framework stemmed from to build really successful businesses because blogs and businesses are so similar. I this is where I learned how to get people engaged on social media, build a community, sell things without actually pushing product. Because again, the less I actually sold the products, the more people actually bought them. The less pushy I was, the more people actually wanted to buy. So if you want to learn some of these frameworks from for your business to have that ride or die community and wake up to sales every day like I was, it was so much fun because I would wake up, I had the notifications, the automation on my phone that was like, bing, 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 all of the sales that came in. 
This is exactly what I'm teaching inside of my, my three month business growth program, which is product to profit. It's my signature program where people really come in and we look at where you are, where your ideas, your goals, your struggles, where your current roadblocks are. And we create a custom strategy that works for your business with all of my frameworks and strategies that I have. Here are the things that you need to implement in order to get you there. And then we implement together for three months. You have me in your business for three months, helping you get to that next era. The next round of this program opens middle of January and the link will be in the show notes here for you to apply. And I'm opening up the early bird special now because so many people are ready to go all in on your business. If that is you, if you listen to this and you're like, oh, Maddie, how could you ever quit that? That sounds like a dream. Let me help you get there as well. Click the link in the show notes to apply. Otherwise, I am sharing a ton of details on my Instagram uh, as well, on my Instagram stories, or just hop into my DMs and be like, hey, can you send me some details on PTP? And I will do that as well. But take this as your reminder to show up authentically online, to not worry about what people are going to think because the more authentic you are, the more you're calling in your people. The more personal you are, the more you're calling in your people. And I mean, if I talked about different things, I would have a different audience. If I had different branding, I would have a different audience. If I had a different ideal customer, I would attract different people. And I know the people that I'm trying to attract and you should too. And if you don't, we should talk about it. But it's that is really where I didn't map those things out in the beginning. I didn't have it. I was just building this blog and I was like, yeah, I need people that are really into sustainability. And I needed all of these, like uh, I wanted all of these different types of people when the person that I was trying to attract, it was successful, but those were not the people that I actually wanted in my community. I wanted the people that were just like me that were getting into the sustainability world and were baby steps type of people. And they weren't extremists because At a certain point, you can fall off of everything. And I want my life to, yes, be sustainable and and all natural, but I still want to be able to eat a Big Mac every once in a while if I want a Big Mac, okay? (laughs) I'm all about balance over here. My, I am all about some duality in my lifestyle. And those were the types of people that I was really trying to attract. Now, I'm all for this and I'm all in it, but it just didn't feel aligned anymore. And it started to feel like work. Whereas now that I have built this community and you guys are rocking and rolling and are loving things that I put out and I get your DMs and I get to chat with you in the DMs all the time. It feels like home. And it right now I really feel like it's like, okay, I made such a good choice. I'm building this business. I'm scaling this business. This business is making good money. And I have this awesome community of people. And it works time and time and time again, where I can teach people these frameworks and they continue to work for across industries from in-person to online, to service, to product-based businesses. If you want to learn these strategies, product to profit is my favorite way to teach them. I try not to pick favorites, but it is my favorite because it has a beautiful blend of time with me in one-on-one containers where we have one-on-one strategy calls. You private message me questions. You can submit your captions, your content stories, your ideas to me, and I will give you detailed revisions as well as we have this wonderful community masterminding together where we all come together. We share ideas. We share 
share questions, and you will learn so much just from the other women inside of this program. If all of this is sounding wonderful to you, there will be more details coming out after the new year. However, I have just opened early bird enrollment this week for this program with some bonuses and surprises along the way because those are my love language. So the application will be in the link below and I will be sharing more details as the new year comes along. But if you are looking to dive into the new year, head first and really start claiming your business, start building this community, start having that rockin' and rollin' business of sales coming in, then PTP is the best way to do it. So I hope that you found this episode